This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. I'm sitting over here with my pumpkin spice iced latte cap... Frap- oh, I'm bad with the names. But I made myself an iced pumpkin... Tea- what the heck? Iced latte. It's coffee and it has pumpkin puree in it and cinnamon and stevia and it's really good. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Because the weather has been real nice outside. It's been crisp and folly and been seeing some orange leaves. And I mean, I'm down for pumpkin stuff whenever, but today felt like a pumpkin spice day, you know? Yeah, you're around pumpkin spice, though. That's you. I'm always around pumpkin spice because of you. Because I have red hair? Yeah. Oh. Is it like gingery <laughs> I know, stuff? That'd be like a and- ginger spice, wouldn't it? I feel like ginger spice and pumpkin spice is together. That should have been the fifth Spice Girl. Mm. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice. <laughs> That'd be me oh, if I was part of, the, yes. part of the Spice Girls. I'd Who be would pumpkin I be? spice. Don't call me uh, five I was, spice. I was going to call you five spice. That is so funny. At first I was like, is he going to say Asian Spice or Five Spice? (laughs) Five Spice is pretty funny. I like that. That's a bad joke. Um, It's it's funny. I approve of the joke and I'm Asian, so. Thank you. (laughs) Because I do think of, when I think of like pumpkin spice, right? You don't have to keep Five Spice though is like the most Asian spice I think of that has like a more, okay, anyway. It's true. I mean, I was, we were doing the same thing. With redheads. Mm-hmm. I was doing a redhead joke. Yeah, so, okay. So, yeah. Perfect. All right, five spice and pumpkin <laughs> spice. <laughs> but, oh, wait, no, uh, I said the fifth spice girl. That's the sixth. There was already five. Oh, so, so we're, we're six this, and seven. Yes. Pumpkin spice and five spice. Okay, I love it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Let me get a sip of this pumpkin spice. Come here, give me your dick. <laughs> as you pick up your coffee? That was thought, only for the bit. <laughs> I thought of it after I picked it up. I was like, oh, I could do, you But know? you clearly just wanted to drink. I did. <laughs> so this is a bit of a different podcast. Um, we are splitting it into two different podcasts because we did have an experience that happened, but the first part of the night was a bit different for us. It's mm-hmm. something that we haven't experienced in a long time, and mm-hmm. it has to do with going to a completely new place. It was a house party that we never been to, didn't know the host, and we experienced some social anxiety, which is really different for us because we don't Normally typically... Ever, yeah. yeah. And so let's start off from the beginning. Yeah, I was supposed to say, we, we, we felt like... This part deserves – I think there's probably other people that go through stuff like this. And we felt like this part of the podcast really deserved its own segment. And we also thought the experience was really sexy. We wanted to like make sure it had its time and we didn't want to have this really, really overly long podcast that I felt like would be just too much. So I think that giving each their own part will really let us talk about like how we really felt about it. So this story technically starts I guess a month and a half or so, two months ago. We were at Colette and 
we were walking around upstairs and we met this really sweet couple and we ended up talking to them for a little while. You and her exchanged numbers. We That night, we said, hey, we need to go get dinner soon, get drinks soon, do something like that. It ended up that they kind of had some sort of travel thing and we had a travel thing, so the times weren't really lining up. But then once all of that was over, we said, hey, we should go get drinks soon. And so that's kind of where this story starts, I guess. And we're going to name them Ross and Rachel. They don't look anything like Ross and Rachel from Friends, but to protect people's identities and respect their privacy and everything, uh, we can't really talk about how they look and all that. This gives you kind of a visual idea. So you of can just, just random yeah. people. I messaged her earlier in the week to see if they wanted to do a double date on a Friday. And we decided to go to this place called Legacy Hall in Plano. It's a really cool place. It's about three stories high. Uh, it's all a food hall. And there's bars, there's different food vendors, there's an, a, not an arena, but an auditorium. What it's is like that? an outdoor music venue type yeah. thing. So there's a stage and that night there was actually some kind of Britney Spears tribute person. I was going to say band, but it was her and a bunch of dancers, not actually Britney Spears. It's called the Toxic Experience or something. And we couldn't go outside to watch it. You had to buy tickets and it would have been too loud anyway to talk with our, the couple outside. But we were able to find a table at the very top floor by the window so we got to see Miss Brittany do her thing I tried to put my ear to the window so I could hear the songs and I only heard one of the songs I heard sometimes but that was I think it was sometimes but so that's beside the point it, it was, was pretty fun, fun to, to see their outfit changes and all that kind of stuff so it was cool and it was just a good it's a good place to go on like a little double date anyway because you're able to go get food or have a drink or whatever you want to do. So, And that was the first time we've ever met a couple at this place. We usually meet at a different place, but just for something different. They have dancing usually. I guess we've only gone there on Saturdays. I just assumed that they also had dancing on Friday, but that's why I recommended it because I thought we could hang out, get some drinks, and then go to the dance floor and dance. But... I don't know if it was because Brittany was there or what, but there was no DJ that night. So we just ended up sitting and talking for about two to three hours. It was quite a while. We had really, really fun conversation with them. Mm -hmm. I felt like we related with a lot of stuff because they really like to travel and they like the same music as us. You and him really bonded over different rap music and all that yeah and we said we got to talk to them for a while at colette but we really really got to know them a lot better just sitting up here having a drink together and talking it was really really fun they said that the next day they were going to a house party and they said it was gonna be their first house party like oh my gosh it's been so long since we've been to a house party and they were like oh well you guys should come because we're kind of nervous it's our first house party you guys haven't been in a while and so you should you should go we normally don't go to two lifestyle events or two lifestyle things in one weekend and we consider going on a double date with a couple a lifestyle event so normally we'll do if we're going to do a lifestyle thing that weekend we'll do one night to lifestyle thing and then the next night or the night before it'll be just me and you going on a date kind of doing our things we like to always make sure to like really have time for each other and that's always our biggest priority so we normally don't do two lifestyle things in a weekend but we had said a few weeks before that that we really wanted to take more chances and have more experiences and just live a little bit more fully. 
Yeah, it sounds cliche, but living that YOLO kind of life. You only live once. Try to take all the opportunities that come your way. And I feel like a lot of the time we will just say, oh, well, I really wanted to watch this movie with you. I really wanted to go to dinner. So I don't know if I want to do like both things or maybe, but we were listening to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey and he has so many different stories and so that's what made us be like I just want to have lots of different stories yeah because sometimes we'll be like oh we should go to Colette tonight we should go dancing it'd be so fun and then it's like five hours before like well we could just stay at home and watch a movie or get dinner and so we're like let's take more opportunities when we then when they present themselves to us and that's just for lifestyle stuff that was a lifestyle example but just in life i want to try more things and Mm -hmm. take more leaps to do things and more opportunities yeah for sure so that's kind of why we decided so we decided that night so this did have an entry fee the the couple sent us over all the information and we got in contact with the host the theme of the party it was like a black light toga theme and They were trying to keep it around kind of our demographic age-wise. And so we're like, oh, this will be a fun opportunity to like meet more people that are around our age and just get to know more people because we always like to get to know more people. I guess you can talk a little bit more because you're the one who sent over the money. So maybe talk about that so if no one ever been to a house party like that, they can kind of understand it a little bit more. The only house parties that we had been to prior to this had been from people that we personally knew or friends of a friend. So they, we were invited personally. So I've never seen a type of house party that had, it wasn't an entry fee. It was a donation, like a recommended donation. I've seen parties like that before. I know we've just never been to one before. Yeah. Which makes sense. The whole donation thing makes sense. You don't want rando, complete randos there. At least you can vet a little bit Mm -hmm. from that. Anyways, so since we hadn't been to something like this before, I was kind of like, how do, should we go? We weren't completely, completely sure, but they we decided to go, and they had different ways that you could send the donation. It was like a $30 donation, and we did Venmo, but they had Zelle or PayPal and different other ways too. We almost didn't do it that night. I almost... We almost waited until the next day. And I said, Jace, do you think that we should just wait until the next day and to to decide if we really want to go? And then... Yeah, I said, no. (laughs) I was like, like, no, because we know we want to go. And I don't want to do the thing that we've done in the past. We're like, well, it's easier just to stay at home and watch a movie. Or maybe we just kind of want to relax tonight. We were talking about playing Pokemon Snap or something like that. And like we should we should do it tonight so then we're committing ourselves to doing because I know we both really wanted to and you were like I feel the same way so we did it that night before we went to sleep and that way we're like yes okay we're definitely gonna go tomorrow and I screenshotted the receipt and I sent it to Rachel and I said we are going for sure we will see you guys tomorrow night so the theme was toga black light and because we only had one day not even a day uh, about a day 24 hours to figure out what we wanted to wear uh, you ended up not doing anything toga. You just wore all Well, it's a toga slash blacklight. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be either you chose a toga theme or a blacklight theme. I didn't know that 90% of the people there were actually going to be in togas. I went for this Pablo Escobar all white theme. So I wore white pants. I wore these white leather loafers. I had this very white flowy, almost like a dress shirt. 
but it was a, not see-through, but a very sheerish type material. Beachy. Yeah, I very say. beachy. Something that Sean Mendes, I feel, would wear. Yeah, just very yeah, beachy. <laughs> I thought that people were just going to do an all-white theme. I'd say I didn't know that every single person was going to be in a toga. Now, you had more of like a very Greek goddess type I loved my look. outfit. I thought your outfit was so, so hot. <laughs> I happen to – so I have this top that – we'll put a picture of it. But I didn't have a skirt. But all I did was take some fabric that was – I think the fabric is called chenille or chenille – chenille i don't know how to say it but i had maybe three yards of that just for that we use for backdrops for photo shoots and i tied it i literally just took it to the tied it almost like a sarong and so it was flowy and then i had a gold leaf headband that i don't even remember really where it came from i think i got it as a gift for something but i happened to have it so i did have a very Greek goddess type vibe. Yeah, yours so definitely really was more on theme. I almost thought that it was going to be like Colette or any other club whenever you go where usually the women are dressed up, but the guys aren't typically dressed up near as much. So mm-hmm. we we drive to this party and then tell them about yeah, the house. So there was this part. So we were driving through this neighborhood and then I saw this house and it was lit up. They had these lights and the whole house was orange and purple and green. And it looked like – I'm not a big video game person, but like in video games, whenever you see the location you're supposed to arrive at. Or the checkpoint. Yeah. It's always lit up in like this bright green. I was like, this must be the house. And then the GPS took us right past the house. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's not Christmas. I was like, this is just the decorations they have up, I guess. That house was just literally lit up like that. It had nothing to do with the party because that the party was around the corner. So honestly, that was one of my favorite parts the whole night was just <laughs> how excited I was like, oh, this must be the house. Like we made it to the checkpoint. This is awesome. And then it wasn't the house. I even said, wow, whenever we have a house party, we should do something like this yeah. and light it up. It wasn't just – it was rainbow color. Yeah. Imagine lights – not floodlights, but lamps at the very bottom of the floor. And then it shone, shined up towards mm-hmm. the house, the entirety of the house. Yeah. And it was a corner house. So it really lit up. And we were there. And there was a bunch of cars there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were having a party anyway, but yeah, it, was it wasn't a swinger party. party. Yeah, it was a different swinger party. I hope so. I hope so too. But anyway, <laughs> that wasn't the house. We did find the house around two minutes later. They had the lights in the inside of the house, you could tell were colored. They were a black light type coloring. But I just thought that was really funny. So anyway, we got into the house and the first thing we did was find a restroom because the drive, it took a while. Yeah. And then we said, hey, we need to meet the host. So we went around, we asked someone and then we found the host. We could introduce ourselves because we always like to say hello to the people hosting it and, you know, say thank you for having us and put a face with, you know, the name and everything. One thing I didn't think about until after we met them, I know we paid a donation to go there. I wonder if we should have brought a little something. No, I didn't see anybody else bring anything. Somebody brought a watermelon. I don't know. I, 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 I saw somebody a brought a watermelon. I don't know if they were already friends. They probably were. But I think from now on we should bring a little something, maybe even a food item or a charcuterie board or something. or something a watermelon a watermelon it was a small watermelon pineapple oh oh pineapple upside down cake pineapple that's gonna be our thing 
to make it every time we go to a house no, party. No, we don't have to make it. We can buy it. That's not very loving. It is. Oh, I bought okay. it <laughs> lovingly. It would taste better than if I made it. I'm bad at baking. I can decorate. Anyways, beside the point again. So. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit before we get into the whole, I know we talked about earlier this, that it's going to be about the social anxiety and this feeling that we had. But I do want to talk about how this house was set up. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of tell in order of how everything happened. So we met them and then they said that upstairs there was three rooms that were playrooms and there was another room in the back that was a playroom. So me and you said, hey, before it gets busy or anything, let's go upstairs and see how the rooms are set up. So the whole house is lit up in these black lights. And we went upstairs in the first room. It was so nice. They had a bed. They had condoms in like a little cute jar next to the beds. They had this really awesome chair that they had made. And there was a chair and they had stuck a Hitachi and cut a hole in the chair underneath it. And the Hitachi was sitting like where you would sit on the chair. And then they had somehow connected it so that there was a little turn dial on the wall and you could turn it and almost like a dimmer light, you could affect how fast the Hitachi vibrated. That was crazy. That that took some engineering there. I don't know how the heck they did that. It was very impressive. <laughs> and the chair was one of those wooden dinner chairs. Yeah. That, like not like a computer so chair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they had that. And then the next room. Well, in that same room, there was restraints on the bed. Oh, there was. Yeah. And so on each corner of the bed had little cuffs. And then they had really pretty lights in there that were a bit rainbow colored mm-hmm. in the back. Yeah. Um, there was like a nice bathroom in there and everything if you needed to use the restroom. Every room also had a diffuser. So the house smelled really nice. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then we went over to the next room and it just had like a cool little music type thing to it. Same thing. There was a bed. They had condoms on the little dresser. They had trash cans in every room so that you could throw away whatever you needed to, mm-hmm. which I thought was really, really smart. And then we went to another room, which was also really cool. They had like the bed lit up all the way around it. And it was just a really awesome setup. And we at this point we hadn't gone and seen the downstairs, which we'll get to because the downstairs room was had a couple cool things in it too. But every room just had this very sexy feel to it. The lighting was the same throughout that kind of black light, almost a light purple-ish mm-hmm. color. And we got here, we didn't say this before, but what time did we get there? Around 10, 15-ish? 10, 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah. And so there wasn't a ton of people there yet. I would say whenever we got there, there was maybe 12 12 people, people yeah. And everyone was kind of in circles talking. There was like maybe three or four little circles of three people, four people talking. Mm-hmm. And... So they're also, they also had an outside little seating area in the backyard. They said, hey, feel free to go outside and look at all that too. And there was a pool. Yeah. So me and you said, hey, well, let's go take our wine out back and talk for a second and... Talk to each other yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, Basically what we were doing was running away. Mm-hmm. That's what we were doing. We saw everybody in little groups and we... And now thinking about it, I think we've gotten comfortable with... Because we work with Cassidy at Colette and we have a booth set up, it's our job to talk to people and people come up to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So it's been months that we've had to just uh, not eject. What's the right word? 
to put ourselves out there before having that icebreaker, right? I feel yeah. like having that booth is our icebreaker. And yeah. so then whenever we put the booth away, we're already talking to a bunch of people. And also it's very different because at Colette, if you go, you realize that you meet a lot of the same people over and over. We always have friends there. We always know people there. And so a lot of times, even if you don't know maybe a lot of people there, you know a couple people there and you go say hello to them and you meet more people through them and you always have this kind of way to talk to people. And also at Colette, a lot of the times people aren't necessarily always in groups. Like there'll be a couple together on the couch. There'll be a couple dancing and they're not always in these circles talking. I'd say a majority of the time it's couples, at least at least half and half. There's people who are in groups yeah. and then there's people who are just coupled off. And it's a lot easier to go talk to a couple than it is to put yourself in a group. So me and you went and sat outside, said cute little twinkle lights and we were just sitting there having some of our wine and kind of talking. We both stated that we felt this kind of unease, if that makes sense, where I feel like it's so, we're both normally so outgoing and talkative and I feel like I can talk to anybody anytime. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it was being in a new location with every, I didn't know anybody there. It was just completely in different environment. And I feel like me and you both kind of sat there and we're like, is this, are we even having that much fun? Do we want to go talk to people? Is it weird to go interrupt a group of people? What, like, how do we handle this situation? Because I also felt like we were being, we, we were blocking people out. What's that word? Almost like I, I didn't, I feel like we looked standoffish, but we weren't trying to be that way. But we were. We weren't trying to be standoffish, but we weren't trying to talk to people. We were sticking to ourselves on purpose because we were afraid. We felt awkward, and we don't usually feel awkward. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we almost even had a scapegoat about, like, we can go outside and no one's out there so we can, like, have our space. So it's not even like we were sitting in a room and finding our own area. Like we yeah. went outside so that we were kind isolating. of away. Yes, so exactly. We were isolating ourselves. Yeah. And I remember Bella saying something. She was like, well, how do you feel? I remember her saying, you know, like at this point, I don't know if house parties are even like our favorite thing. Maybe we shouldn't go to them in the future anymore. And then I said something along the lines of, you know what? I really hate that we're doing this. And I said, this reminds me of Seven years ago when we used to go to Colette and we knew no one and we just sat on a couch and never talked to anybody and we were very inclusive or not inclusive, but like just to ourselves, just me and you isolated, isolated. Yeah. And we didn't take the effort to make friends. And I feel like over the last several years, we've just gone up and said hello to people, met people, said we worked the booth. We've always just made more and more friends. It wasn't taking the effort to make friends. We wanted to make friends, but we couldn't get ourselves to just do it. We were just shy. Yeah. And we haven't been shy in mm-hmm. that many years. And so that's why this was so different. Yeah. And I said, you know, I don't like the thought that we haven't even given this party a chance and we're already saying, should we go to house parties again in the future? Like, are we just going to stay here for, you know, an hour, then just kind of slide out the side and whatever. And I said, I don't want it to be that way. We said last time that we were coming so that we could have more opportunities. So what we need to do is go out and just put ourselves out there. And so 
we both decided that I I remember hearing this thing a long time ago and it was in some book about talking to people and it said if you were at a party or let's say you were trying to talk to girls, if you're a single guy at a bar, whatever it is, that whenever you go in, you should say hello to the first person you see. That way, I don't want to say get it over with, but you've- It breaks made, the ice. It breaks the ice and you, and you put yourself out there and you've done the hard thing of just talking to somebody. And I said, we should go back inside and- we should do that. We should, whoever the first person we see is, we should just go up and say hello and kind of break that ice and push ourselves to grow because I know that we want to make more friends. I know that we always enjoy things when we put ourselves out there. So I think that's what we should, how we should handle it. Yeah. We wanted to make ourselves uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And almost as we said that, a couple people came outside. One of the hosts and one couple Mm -hmm. Yeah, just so happened to come outside. And so we started to talk to them. We said hello. We were talking to them for a while. And even after that, we were like, okay, I'm already feeling better. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you guys ever been to a party, just hanging out with some of your lifestyle friends, and you really want to get the conversation going? Maybe things are a little bit slow. Well, we have the perfect game for you. It's an adult lifestyle icebreaker game. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. But it really helps to break the ice. There's a lot of fun questions that just get things moving in a fun direction. It can move in a sexy direction. You can play it from anywhere that you have an internet connection. So a tablet, an iPhone, wherever you want, you can take it along with you. And it's just really, really fun and it always makes for a good time. So like I said, if you want more information, go to foreplay.com games. If you're looking for swinger apparel and merchandise and jewelry, things with upside down pineapples on it, or maybe gifts for your swinger friends, check out our merch. You can find that at foreplay.com shop. And if you're newer to the lifestyle, we also have a course that tells everything we wish we would have known whenever we first got into the lifestyle as newbies. And you can find that at foreplay.com learn. Now back to the show. And while we were talking to the people out there, we finished our drink. We were drinking wine, Chardonnay, and I do feel like that helped a lot, just getting some of that liquid courage. Is it liquid encouragement or liquid courage? I think it's, you call it a liquid encouragement, but I think it's liquid <laughs> courage is the actual term. <laughs> liquid luck. or Not luck. I always think of Harry, Harry Potter because he drank and then he was – anyways. So we did finish our drink, which I think helped us a lot, just loosened us up a little bit because we were just so uptight. Yeah. But I do <laughs> think the key – because even if we would have done that, I don't think it would have changed anything. Yeah, I think it was, exactly. the, it was the mentality of we are going to – Go talk. We're going to put ourselves out there and that's it. Like there is no other thing. So I know it's what we want to do. So let's push ourselves to have the best time we can have. We went inside and to fill up our drink. And as we were doing that, I talked to the first, the first person that I mm-hmm. saw. I think you might have went to the restroom again. Or were you No, there? I was filling up your cup and there was a person right behind us and you started to talk to them oh, as okay. I was filling up your cup. And then I went over there and started talking right away then too. And all I said was, wow, I really love your toga. And it was just something that easy, something so simple, just one sentence that just made it okay for us Mm -hmm. to feel better about everything. So one other thing I forgot to mention is earlier, Bella had said, well, our friends are going to get here soon. So I think that we'll feel more comfortable when they're here. Mm -hmm. And then I said that we can't do that. I was like, I want to break this ice before they get here because I don't want to rely on having to have someone there to make us feel comfortable. It's like, so I want to go in there and talk to somebody before we even ever see our friends because I want ourselves to grow and I want us to feel more comfortable in every situation that we're in. 
And so that was something else that we didn't mention. We were like, we need to say hi to someone before our friends get there because I don't want to go off with our friends and we never tried. Yeah, I'm really glad that we got there first mm-hmm. because we wouldn't have been able to mm-hmm. grow like that and we would have used them as a crutch for sure. And then after that, I mean, we just went around and talking to everybody. Yeah, it was so easy to just bring up conversation with anyone. I will say I kind of, I don't, I don't want to change anything, but the first person that we talked to, he was by himself with his wife. And so I would have felt more uncomfortable had we gone in into a group of people. So I do want to try that the next Mm -hmm. time, if that makes sense. Cause I feel like it, it was not easy to just go talk to somebody like that but it would have been more of a uncomfortableness or more of a challenge to insert ourselves in a bigger group of people but after that it was easy i feel like i never even thought about it i was just oh yeah and then then you talk to somebody and then someone else came over to your group and talk and then it was just easy the rest of the night our friends got there later we introduced them to some people we said there's another thing that if you know people you get introduced Mm -hmm. and it's just so much easier so i loved that we had to put ourselves through that because now I know no matter what situation I'm in, I will just go and talk to people because it makes the night so much better. And by five minutes, I was like, I'm having the best time. This is so much fun. It was just great. And so it was just really nice to honestly feel uncomfortable and then feel like you worked through being uncomfortable and came out on the other side feeling stronger and better And that was the biggest highlight for me is the fact of it was a great party. got to meet a ton of people. It was awesome. But the fact of just being able to grow together Mm -hmm. and not making excuses and just doing what we know that we wanted to do and not being scared and not letting like the, that mentality of being scared ruin us from having a great time. Me too. I'm so glad that that happened and we were able to grow and we, It's crazy because we've been in this for so long. We've been for seven years now and you don't think that you can grow more. Like I don't, I never thought that we would go into a situation and be shy again. And so just know that it's completely normal for that to happen. And it's complete being in the lifestyle, life in general is a learning, it's ongoing learning. And even to this day, we are still learning. Mm Mm-hmm. And still growing, but we do rec- I would recommend to make yourself uncomfortable and put yourself out there in something that you're not used to because I don't think you'll regret it. That's honestly the the biggest reason I wanted this podcast to have this dedicated spot where we could really sit and talk about this because I wanted to be able to tell everyone who listens because I know that there's people that listen that are more introverted. There's people that listen that have never been to a lifestyle party that. It, We've gotten emails or questions on lives where people say, like, how do you break the ice? How do you talk to people? How do you – what do you do? And I think the biggest thing you can do is go with a mentality of I just want to make friends and meet people and just be your best self. And do do the thing like we said where walk in and say hello to the first person you see. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter where they are. Just say hello to somebody. Say, oh, I love your shoes. I love your outfit. I Have you guys ever been here before? This, Whatever it is, and break the ice because then the rest of your night, you can just have fun. You don't have this weight on your shoulders of like, okay, in five minutes, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to finish my drink. Then I'm going to – like whatever it is, don't get caught up in that. Just 
go for it because people are friendly. People are good. And once you meet one person, you're going to meet 50 people and it's just going to get easier and easier. So that's the biggest advice I feel like why we made this and what we wanted to speak on is just really take the chance and go out there because that's when the best memories happen are when you take chances and you're not scared of being rejected or scared of people not liking you or whatever it is because you're always going to have a good time if you like put yourself out there and really really go for it yeah so even though it's, it is hard I, we want to say that it's something that you do just have to go for it's not something that's easy that just you can't expect people just to come to you because it's not how it works mm-hmm. you have to put yourself out there even though it's hard yeah like Bell said it's we've been doing this for a long time and it still doesn't mean that it's just easy every time it's not like we're perfect at going out and doing this like we struggle just like everybody else mm-hmm. to go up and make that first talk, uh, conversation. And so, yeah, I think that, that it, it was a really, really great experience and it was worth itself a thousand times over going just for the fact of being able to grow and grow together. If you like watching YouTube and you like things like this growth and development and yourself, there is a group of people called Yes Theory and we've watched them a long time ago and that's what really inspired us in the past before to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and do something that makes you yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, their like main thing is seek discomfort. So yes. it's look for the uncomfortable things in life so that once you seek that discomfort, you grow. And then it's going to be more for you to be uncomfortable. I said next time, I feel like I wouldn't be nervous about talking to a single person or an individual couple or whatever, but maybe I'll be a tiny bit nervous to go up and interrupt or not interrupt, but go into a group of people talking. But you know what? Well, next time I'm going to do that. And then the next time it's easier. Then then how can I grow? And you just keep pushing yourself and it gets easier and easier and easier with time. So We'll link that in the show notes mm-hmm. below so you guys can check out their channel. And we didn't talk about the room downstairs. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> and then we'll do our weekly obsessions. I kind of wrap this one up. And then the next podcast, I said, we'll talk about the actual experience we had. So there was one bedroom downstairs that was converted from a garage. The host was telling us all about how the house worked and everything. And you walk in, it's huge. And the shower was completely the shower itself had a huge head and was completely open and so there wasn't a door to it i mean there was a door to the bathroom but the shower was really gorgeous so you could fuck and everything and then go and take a really nice shower together but the bed was nice and the best part was there was a sex swing i've never been in a sex swing before it was we'll try to find a picture of what it actually looked like or an amazon link or something if you wanted to get it but it was almost a hammock type swing ish right because you could completely sit your whole butt and back into it Mm -hmm. i mean i was it was so comfortable that i just sat there and Mm -hmm. talked to people for probably 10 minutes i didn't want to leave but also i didn't know how you would really fuck in there rachel and i tried it well we didn't try fucking but we were trying to put our legs up and we were like is this how you're supposed to do it (laughs) like i don't really know because i mean I feel like it'd be hard for the guy to be – there'd be a lot of momentum. What if it slips out? That's what I thought about too when I sat there. I was like, well, this thing really goes. I was like, you could pop out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so – but it was really cool. So the whole setup of the house was just awesome and it was a really a really great party. And I said the rest of the story I feel like gets even sexier. Oh, yeah, because this wasn't really sexy stuff so far. 
it's set up for the sexiness mm-hmm. to come. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do our weekly obsessions, and then make sure the the next story time podcast will be us talking about the experience that we had at this party. But let's hit them with the Bella and Jason's weekly obsessions. My weekly obsession this week is our Discord server. So if you are on Discord. Oh, and if you're not on Discord, you should download Discord. And it is an app or a desktop application as well. And it's a messaging system and there's different rooms that you can go in and you can have your own community. So we have our own four-place swinging community. We will link it in the show notes so you guys can join it. But it's just our community that we've cultivated where we talk about swinging and even normal stuff so we do games we do um there's a section where we talk about art or anime or animals so it's not just sex 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 swing 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 all the time and you can add all of these different bots to it and i'm kind of a geeky computer person and so i've been really in it to making our discord server even better so four play swinging community join the discord server join the community and talk with us chat yeah. with us so i will do my thing my thing of the week it's a book and it's called take more vacations and it's by scott keys or keys i don't know how to say his last name but if you've ever heard of, if you've ever heard of scott's cheap flights he's the guy who made that and it's a book about how to get cheap airfare traveling on a budget and we love to travel i love reading so that's my thing i got from the library a couple days ago and i'm loving it so that's my weekly obsession my music obsession for the week is an older album well not really that old but k12 by melanie martinez is super super good i think that she was one of the first ones to do the whole musical movie album Every song on the album has the, its own music video, but there's pretty much a feature film that includes the whole thing. And I know MGK has done something a little bit like that. Halsey has done something like that now, but I think she was really the first one yeah. to do it and it was really, really good. So I've been into K-12 again. My music is Lil Nas X put out Montero, the album. Honestly, I think it's incredible. The whole thing, it's a non-skip album for me mm-hmm. and the music is so diverse it's so all over the place it's not just one sound and i think that it's i'm so impressed i've always loved how he markets himself i think that he's a genius when it comes to marketing but his music is is awesome and so the whole album is just so good i would have chose that too but i didn't want to take it so don't want to copy mine yeah, yeah. so it's seriously so good that i would also say that it was my weekly obsession yeah but we I just, just to keep listening to it, to it. It's so good. What are some of your favorite ones on there? I really like slime or dollar slime. I don't know. I took a dollar sign in the word slime. I like scoop. scoop. I love that's what I want. I mean, so industry good. baby. Honestly, the whole album is just, it's so good. It definitely, yeah. No skips for sure. And that wraps it up for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we're going to hit you with the outro. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below or at our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. 
We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. We also have a Discord community and Facebook group and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay Podcast and TikTok at Foreplay and at Foreplay Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Bella Free. And if you want daily updates from me, you can add me on Snapchat at HeyBellaLuna. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all of our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye! <laughs>